everyone. Thanks for joining us on the GYST podcast, where we discuss topics to help you get your together. Hello, everyone, and welcome again to another fascinating episode of the GYST podcast. With you, um, you're just botching this intro right now, I aren't totally you? I totally am. Oh my goodness. All right, take two. No, 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 no. We're just going <laughs> to no. run through it. So with you, uh, my name is Roth Rahila. And you've got your man Kyle Reed. I think the first thing that threw you off, mm-hmm. you said fascinating, not fantastic. You always say fantastic. I do. And I thought I'd mix it up and it just went all sorts of haywire. It must be the rum. Must be the rum. It's got to be the sugar cane. Man. What is this, Appleton? Is that what that is? It is. All right. It looks like a bottle of E&J. Appleton? Oh, it does. Yeah. yeah. Appleton's a... You would like to sponsor the GYST podcast? You can email me anytime. We will drink you. Rohit at gystpodcast.com. The holla. Uh, He'll so, even send you a $50 gift card to Starbucks. Oh, man. Yes, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will gladly pay you in lattes for some of your delicious <laughs> rum. Uh, so, ladies and gentlemen, today's episode was not planned. Um, it was just Kyle and I in the studio today, and we were just kind of BSing with each other, just kind of getting caught up on some stuff. And he's doing something that I find great power in. And I want him to share his experiences because uh, we both have different viewpoints on on this right now. Um, and so with that, Kyle, I'm just going to hand it off to you. So That's go it? For it, buddy. I get the baton? You get it. I get to run with it? <laughs> That's what I do, baby. You this are the be- runner. You, you know, marathon. So, every once in a while. And, and you had your big marathon. Half. Had your half marathon. Half marathon. Absolutely motherfucking killed it. And you didn't prepare for this at all, you were sharing. Not at all. I was I was actually pretty nervous. So my friend Christine, I said, hey, I would be more comfortable pacing this pace. Because I was a pacer, so I hold a stick the whole time. And I'm responsible for motivating people and keeping them at pace to finish the time, finish the race at a certain time. People made goals. They want to finish in a certain time. I'm the person supposed to drag them across the finish line at that time. She put me at a pace that I was not the most comfortable running. When I'm in shape, it's easy. It's like that's my slowest pace. When I'm not in shape, it's challenging. She said, hey, Kyle, I have you running with this girl named Ellie. And in my head, I thought, awesome. My friend Christine is super fast. She qualified for Boston, and she just kicks ass. She's badass, super fit, runs a ton. She ran like 1,500 miles last year. Fucking crazy. Um, so I'm thinking... Awesome. It's one of our super fit running friends. I can rely on them. I'll have them help me out and get me through it. Nope. First time pacer. Yeah. Just happened to live on Mercer Island, wanted to pace. Never done it before, didn't know how to do it, and was not a consistent speed runner. Mm -hmm. Started out really fast, then got really slow, then wanted to walk, then got slow again. She was good. She was a strong runner, but she didn't know exactly how to do it. So I had to coach her as well as other runners around me. So it was a little bit more challenging than I expected. If you've driven around Mercer Island, you understand that there's lots of hills. So it's a challenging race. It's a beautiful race. I love it. I absolutely love the race. Probably, I would say, top five. Top ten wow. for sure, no question. Top five races I've ever done. I like it. Um, That's saying something because you've done four. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> over and over again. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it was it was fun. Killed it, finished within 29 seconds of the the goal time. So we were pretty wow. much right on. Yeah, yeah and, and some of that attributes to the distance was off 
by like three tenths of a mile. So I ran, I set a 13.2, it was like 13.5. Um, so those things are kind of challenging when you're expecting it to be one distance when you're timing on your GPS watch and it's a little bit different. So um, yeah, we finished right on time. Anyway, it was great. It was fantastic. Loved it. This week's episode, though, that was a little a little sidebar, if you will. This week's episode is all about social media. Now, every year, I would say most every year, I enjoy taking part in Lent. Are you familiar with Lent, Rohit? Um, isn't that like 40 days where you give something up before Easter? You say 40 days because you've seen the movie 40 Days and 40 Nights, haven't you? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> so in in college, I had some some really uh, fantastic uh, friends who were who were very religious with with the Christian belief, got it. and um, so they gave up certain things. And, oh, okay, got it. And I told them I would give up cussing for forty days. <laughs> and, uh, did they not know you very well? Uh, they didn't, and they were. It was funny because they were like, "Wow, like way to go! Like you did it." And I was like, "Yeah." And the you know my really good friends were just like you never cuss and yeah. it just that's not hard for you yeah that would be a tough one for someone like myself because it's a reaction yeah it's especially when in. I say welcome everyone to the GYC podcast your favorite Don't podcast do it. also knows your shit <laughs> <laughs> together um, so it's rooted in Catholicism <laughs> it's it's where you give a meaningful sacrifice right and and um, from Ash Wednesday to Good Friday and leading into Easter. So I like to do it because I like to challenge myself. Uh, I think it's springtime leading into summer. It is a good time to kind of push yourself, test yourself, and see what you can accomplish. And if you don't have any very specific physical goals or anything like that at the time, I think it's perfect. A lot of times I would give up things like soda or fast food, you know, that are aligned with health. I've kind of given up some of those things already lately. Just kind of changed the way I eat a little bit lately. So I decided to give up social media. All forms. No Facebook. No Instagram. No Twitter. No Snapchat. No, um... can't really think of anything else. Is there anything else you can think of? That you do? Yeah, is there or any just what in other... general? I mean, yeah, those are the only ones that I normally do. But if there's another one, I gave that up too. Because I don't <laughs> use that shit. Yeah. Um... And again, the whole point was meaningful sacrifice. So the way I recognized this was I noticed that these things were robbing me of productivity. Um, I would be at work. And when I would have downtime, I would reach for my phone. I would be with friends. When I have downtime, I would reach for my phone. I would be at home and I would lay in bed and I would reach for my phone. I, I did this in the past for a week and I didn't really say anything. I just did it. Um, and now doing it for a longer period of time, it's felt extremely empowering. I've become more comfortable with myself because I've gotten rid of a crutch that I think a lot of us have used social media to establish. A crutch is when you're by yourself mm -hmm. or when you're somewhere that is uncomfortable to you. What do you do? You pick up your phone, you look at social media, uh, we recently had a bachelor party trip for my boy Chris down in Portland. We went to shotguns and had drinks and did bachelor party stuff and had a good time. Everybody was on social media. Mm. And it was hard. You know, that's something that you want to share certain moments. Like, 
I like Snapchat personally because it's so quick and it's so fleeting. It's there and then it's gone because it really captures just that moment and that's it. It's not there for likes. It's not there for comments. It's not there for interaction or or trying to um, provide some sort of sensation for you. It's just there to share that moment. So I use that a lot. So that was a time where it was kind of like, no, not going to do it. Not going to do it. And everybody else who was creating Snapchat stories and sharing videos and pictures, I wasn't going to take part in that, in viewing those things. So if you recorded something, took a picture, just send it to me. So we created an album that we shared. So I have a bunch of pictures and videos from that. But <clears throat> that's something that I thought, that I recognized it was taking a lot of time for me. It was creating habits that I didn't desire. And I think more importantly, that I didn't just replace it with something else. Like watching a bunch of YouTube videos or just watching a bunch of TV or anything like that, right? So I keep getting notifications every week. Screen time is down. Screen time is down. Last week it was 17%. This week it's 8%. So that decrease number is shrinking because I'm not my my usage is now stabilizing without social media. Initially, it was a tremendous dip in screen time usage on my phone because the habit that I had created was this. And listeners, I'm just reaching for my phone. Right? <laughs> yeah. I put my finger on the lock button. I unlock <laughs> it. I would swipe over to whatever social media app and open it up. I recognize I still did that when I first started this challenge. So I deleted the apps. And I disabled my Facebook account. So I didn't really have it anymore. People are like, I can't find you on Facebook. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm there. I'll get it back someday, but not right now. So once I recognized that I was doing that, I was like, oh, shit, what do I do on my phone? And I would like try to do something. And then I'll say, no, I don't need it. And put it back. And that has given me the ability to really be more present. Mm -hmm. in a lot of instances um, to take stock of what's been going on lately and recognize what's right in front of me. There are things I miss or I feel like I miss out on at certain times, but I don't know. I I don't really miss it. And I I don't know that I'm super eager to start using it again. Yeah. To be honest, this far in, a few weeks in. So I don't know. That's kind of where I'm at with it. That's where it came from. That's where it derived. And um, yeah, I'm kind of kind of excited about it. Now you you had done this before. Um, yeah. And you you shared your experiences on a, on a previous episode. Mm -hmm. I I don't remember the reasoning behind the first time, but when you went back, what was that like? Went back. Do, where? do you remember um, when you went back to you know social media? Because I remember there was a while where you had disabled your accounts. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, um, I don't remember why I was doing it that time. I think one of the things, one of the habits I recognized I had, was, you know, kind of same habit, but also um, laying in bed. Mm -hmm. Where I went to bed, I would just like thumb through social media, whatever it would be, Facebook or Instagram or whatever, and just flip through the news feed. And I would disregard wonderful woman that was laying by my side. Mm -hmm. Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Rohit Rohila. <laughs> Beautiful woman. 
<laughs> Sorry. So that was something I noticed. And then also, I think it was a lot of the same thing. I don't remember specifically what it was, but I think same thing came up. I said, you know what? Hey, I want to challenge myself. I want to cut this out of my life for a little bit and see how I react to it and, and what I do and what my next steps are. So this time it was kind of like, you know what? Lent's coming up. This is what I want to do. Mm-hmm. I want to do something a little bit different. Remove this element from my life and see how I react to it and make sure that I'm not just replacing it with something else. Yeah, that was going to be my follow-up question is yeah. how long have you been doing this for? Because, you know, that's the case with a lot of smokers. They, mm-hmm. they quit smoking and now suddenly they're addicted to something else because what you're doing is you're replacing it's, – it's a habit. Mm-hmm. And any time you have a habit, that means you have a program that causes you to unconsciously do that habit. Mm-hmm. Same thing with smoking or, or social media. It doesn't necessarily have to be negative habits. It could be good habits too. You wake up every morning and drink a glass of water. Mm-hmm. Well, that that's still a habit. <laughs> and so what what they found was a lot of people who were replacing these habits because you have to consciously think about doing a new program and, and taking different actions, they quickly substitute their um, addiction. So you don't have to think. So you don't have to think. <coughs> and what has that been like for you was was it a challenge or is that something that you're still kind of going through yeah it's something i'm still kind of going through it was definitely a challenge initially i would say the initially so i gained productivity at work i feel like um we've had a lot of account transitions it's always weird when you say that word productivity yeah why because what do you do you say productive you say productive so it's productivity Productivity, productivity. You want me to say pro? I say productivity, and you've all said productivity. It's just been one of those things where I'm like, Kyle, what are you doing? You don't what? say I've been very productive. I also say Taj Mahal, and you don't. No, that's true. I mispronounced it. I said Taj Mahal. Yeah, that's totally wrong. <laughs> You're speaking English, buddy. <laughs> we're just glad when you need him. Right? First two for Spanish. What? The? Totally kidding. Uh, Forgot where I was going with this, but uh, I gained, have it. yeah, so I feel like I've gained productivity at work. It was something that if I was in the middle of something at work or I was doing something or I felt a little bit overwhelmed by things, I would just stop and I would grab my phone and I would just do something mindless like search through social media. I don't do that anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't even look at my phone very often. Um, I've noticed also I don't check text messages and things like that as often simply because I'm not habitually grabbing my phone and seeing those notifications as much so that's that's one piece well so uh, b- before you dive in is this a social media thing that's been holding back your productivity or is it a phone thing hmm. because if you're saying you're you're having that delay in text messages and text messages and slack mm-hmm. um, things like that then is it a phone thing? Partially. I would say... Or is it because they're so integrated now that that causes a... Exactly. Because I think the habit that I created was not to go and check my text messages. I don't really think about that. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes I do, but not the way I would think like, well, let me look at the Facebook. Yeah. And then I would see text messages and I would respond. So that would take time there. 
So now I don't have that habit anymore. I don't have that, oh, let's grab this and let's look. Let's grab this and let's look. So partially, yeah, but I think that the other pieces were a product of the primary habit, which was whatever version of social media I was prescribing to for that day or that time. Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, whatever it was. <clears throat> so I removed that. I feel like I gained productivity at work. The most challenging piece, I would say, is kind of awkward. It's when I'm taking a shit. Yeah. Yeah. It was enjoyable to thumb through Facebook, thumb through Instagram, whatever it was. Now, I started playing solitaire. The other day, though, I didn't even bring my phone with me. It was a little awkward. Um, But it was also kind of enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't on the toilet for 40 minutes. Looking at articles or reading whatever the hell else or anything like that. Can so, I can I share something inappropriate with the audience? Please, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, while we are on the discussion of using your cell phone in the restroom, uh, Kyle and I used to work together, and uh, we got to the point where you know a lot of times like you just have to take a break and you just go sit in the bathroom and you're on your phone, whether or not you even have to go. It's just all right, you know, I guess it's what 2 o'clock. Do? Let's go take a break. And there are many occasions when I would receive a text message of my shoes. Or Kyle would, you know, get a picture shot of him where I put my phone underneath the stall. Do you remember that? Yeah. I did that once before. I did it to Sam, too, one time. Yeah. So I just had to share that with the audience. It's <laughs> disgusting. But, you know, it's it, guys understand. What about the times I would reach over and touch your ankle? Oh, Yeah. <laughs> or the time that I accidentally, like, peed on your shoe. Almost. But it wasn't you. Oh. Yeah. You didn't tell me about that one. No, I'm just... <laughs> I wish that was real. Oh, God. Um, so those are the times that are awkward, and I think because they're, they're solitary times, right? There are times when you're alone with yourself. So if you remove a distraction, then all you've got left is yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, one of... <clears throat> one of the things that I've realized that I've gained by removing this is the ability to analyze what I've been doing, some of the decisions that I've been making. My boy Rob, he posts on Instagram religiously all day, multiple times a day. He'll do Instagram live feeds. And he'll do short videos and all kinds of stuff all day long. And I enjoyed seeing him and seeing now, what he was are, up to. Are these personal or is he an influencer? Personal. Got it. Yeah. He doesn't really give a shit. Okay. A couple of times he had like deleted his all of his followers and then like only allowed a couple people to follow him. I don't know how many followers he has now. It's not very many. Maybe a couple hundred. It's actual family and friends. Yeah. Um, and I enjoyed just seeing that, seeing what he was up to. What this made me realize was that I hadn't had a real conversation with my boy Rob in a while. Mm-hmm. So just last week I called him. Or two weeks ago I called him. And um, I didn't I didn't get a hold of him. I don't remember if I left a message or not. But the other day, last week I guess it was, I called, left a message. And he called back like an hour later. And we ended up chatting for like 45 minutes. And we've spoken three or four times since. And that 
I think is a far more meaningful interaction than me watching an Instagram video of what he did that day, of him mowing the lawn or playing with his kids or whatever the hell he's doing, being at work or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Um, So there's certain things that I feel like friends and family that I miss out on. I don't see pictures. My boy Ben, he quit recently, and he's in Europe right now. Traveling is in London. He's posting all kinds of shit on Instagram and Facebook. I have a little bit of FOMO. I feel like I'm missing out on what he's going on. I'm like, yo, send me some pictures. I'll see what's going on. But it's not the end of the world. My life's not over with. Yeah. You can send me those pictures later. Or I can look at them later if I want to. So those are some of the things that I feel like I miss out on, but also led to a far more meaningful interaction by not having those things at my disposal. Now, what's interesting is, so I recently... Uh, finished my book um, uh, to annihilate procrastination habits, mm-hmm. and in it, your book um, is titled "What?" Uh, annihilating procrastination habits. There we go. There we have it. And uh, so one of one of the things that I was I was researching is the different things that we do to procrastinate, and procrastination is not what people think it is. People think it's just being lazy. Or um, they're like, oh, I'm just putting stuff off. You know, that's a form of procrastination. Procrast- the definition of procrastination is doing something that gives you pleasure over something that's necessary to do. So, for example, I know I need to mow the lawn, wow. but I find greater pleasure in eating this salami sandwich and watching the M's watching win. The M's- <laughs> you already I know. knew you were going there. You already know. Um, Why do you like salami sandwiches so much? So Sorry. I don't like salami sandwiches. I've never had a salami sandwich. The, the reason why I bring that up, this is such a long story. Okay. Um, well, it's just weird. If you've ever watched The Secret, okay, uh, which is all about uh, visualization and, and the law of attraction... In it, one of the guys says, you know, you have to do things that make you happy. He's like, if you if this makes you happy, do this. If this makes you happy, do this. If eating a salami sandwich makes you happy, eat a salami sandwich. And that always just made me laugh because nobody ever says, I want to eat a salami, a salami sandwich. sandwich. <laughs> so that's why I just said. Oh, God. Um, but but during it. So, so that's what it is. It's not necessarily that you are... You know, you forget to do things or you're putting it off till tomorrow. In the book, do you break down why? I do. And there's there's six different types of procrastinators. And it goes over like, you know, if you're this, here's the solution. If you're this, here's the solution. And in it, what's what's interesting is social media is a huge cause of procrastination. Because what people are doing is they're taking a look at their own lives. They're seeing uh, a lack of a sense of direction. So when you go to social media and you start seeing these influencers or like your buddy Ben who's all over Europe and is causing you to have FOMO, Mm -hmm. that's what that's doing is it's making you question your reality. And by doing that, it makes you feel worse about your life. And because you feel worse about your life, you are going to take additional actions that bring you pleasure rather than addressing the life that you aren't proud of. Mm. And so it becomes very cyclical. And when it comes to social media, what people need to realize is what you are seeing is, one, 
what the person allows you to see. So if you're following a influencer on Instagram, they're showing you the highlights of their life because that's what they're paid to do. That's what they're trying to do. It's not meant to make you feel bad about your life, but that's the interpretation that many of us have. And the other thing is when you, when you have people doing this and you compare yourself to them, you aren't seeing all the struggles that they went through, all the, all the failures that they had, all the heartbreaks that they had. Um, right now, it's 8 p.m. I woke up at 6 a.m. and I've been studying this new course that I just bought on how to make the most of this procrastination book that I'm putting out and how to get it in the hands of, of more people. I've been studying since 6 in the morning, took a break at 6 p.m. for Kyle to come in so we could record this podcast. When Kyle leaves, I'm going back to studying. But when you when you see that in an Instagram post, what are you going to see? Oh, my book just came out. I've spent a lot of work on it. You know, I'm really proud of it. But you don't see all the work that goes behind that. And so when we do it's that... like that old image of the glacier. Uh, yeah, yeah. You mean the iceberg? Sorry, I said glacier. Correct, iceberg. Okay. Yeah, we only see the top, but not the majority of the stuff Correct. that's down below. And with, with social media, it's so easy for us to see what people want us to see or envision them how we want to envision them. Because we, we can control that. It's almost like we're in charge of our own PR department. And at the same time, I know this one girl that I used, used to work with, mm-hmm. and I really liked her in, in terms of friendship. Like she, she, We just connected. I, I really, really liked her. And when I was leaving, I was like, how can I, how can, you know, we keep in touch? Like, can I get your number and, you know, are you on social media? And she was always a very positive person, the sweetest girl in the world. And she says, I'm not on social media because it makes me feel depressed. And I was like, what? She's like, yeah, like seeing everyone else, seeing them surrounded by all their friends or doing all these amazing things or seeing all this weight that they're losing, all the stuff that they're doing at the gym, it it causes me to, to feel bad about myself. And so I've just eliminated it. And that was something I had never really thought about until that point. Wow. And I know social media can have a detrimental effect on just in-person social effects. Mm-hmm. Whenever we come into the studio, I always set my phone on silent and I don't use my phone. But I'm the only one who's not. Or when we go to lunch or, or dinner, you know, a lot of times, even when I go home, my dad's on his phone, my sister's on his phone, and I'm left alone with the puppy. And it's probably Layla. only because Leila doesn't have a Layla. cell phone. Otherwise, she'd be on her phone. She'd be on the phone too. But a lot of times it's awkward for me because I'm just sitting there at a, staring at the heads of 10 of my friends as they're all, you know, head down on their, on their phone. Yeah. And so I, I think when it comes to social media... We don't think about the, the long-term effects that, that it can have. I wish I was in a place where I could put a timeout on my social media accounts. But... You are. Why am what? You are in a place where you can. Oh, but, but I can't professionally. You can pay someone else. Um, I get that okay, it has financial okay, implications, yeah, right? Yeah. But No, you, you got me. You you're right. You're saying? right. You're right. You choose. You are right. You choose to conserve finances Mm. over giving up social media, which is fine, but it's a decision you have. 
and my uh, Facebook page now is coming close to 9,000 likes. Is it really? Yeah. Holy shit. I've really been pumping out, like, I'm really going hard at this. That's huge. Yeah. How many sex bots and Indian call center workers do you have on there? Well, we don't need to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh, that's huge, though, man. Yeah. That's that's phenomenal. Your personal, well, not personal, sorry. No, but like Rohit 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 Rohit. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. What is your name on your personal Facebook account? Is it still Rohit Rohit? Um, Rohit all my personal accounts for all social media are like Rohit Rohila underscore personal. And then oh, got it. Instagram, all that kind of stuff. It's you know, Instagram.com slash Rohila. And you align it with a different email. Yeah. That was really just a curiosity of mine. That was had really nothing to do with this. So sorry. Sorry, yeah. listeners. No, you're good. Um, um so you had mentioned something about your friend that says she feels depressed yeah. when she sees those things. That's fascinating to me. It reminds me of uh, a show on HBO that I really, really enjoyed. And I just started watching it again recently. Oh, Entourage. That's another one. That's like your all-time favorite show. Phenomenal. I love it. Um, How to Make It in America is what I'm talking about. Never seen it? Mm. Oh, man. I'll give my HBO login. It's pretty good. So Emily and I started watching it again. HBO, the, the sharing of passwords is not encouraged by GST Podcast. Yes, and Rohit Rahil has nothing to do with Kyle Reed's you lie. statement. You lie. Please email him at kyle at gystpodcast.com for legal purposes. What? You Had bet. to throw you under the bus. Bro. <laughs> Bastard. You don't, get my around the corner. you don't get my login. <laughs> anyway, in this episode, the... Main character, Ben Epstein. Uh, you know, he's kind of recently broke up with his girlfriend. They run into each other. She's dating a guy that um, is opening hotels and opens restaurants and hotels. And he's like, does he really own the hotel? Is that really what he's doing? He's doing that all by himself? And she's like, Ben, stop it. You're doing that thing again. You're comparing yourself to other people. So he has a problem doing that. And you mentioned that with your friend. I thought about that. But it's also, I thought about... When I see those things, I get joy. I'm excited for people that are doing things like that. I think because most of them are actually really my friends. And I get satisfaction and joy from seeing them succeed and be happy or show me whatever their version of happy is. So it's fascinating to hear another perspective. Yeah. I think from someone else that looks at it in a different way. And I could see how that's possible, but. Yeah, just a little bit different way to look at it. Yeah. Hmm. Well, thanks for sharing your um, your kind of time out. I mean, I th- I think it it went from you kind of taking a time out of social media to to really taking a look at some pretty deep social um, ramifications that social media has. One hundred percent, one hundred percent. I didn't. I thought it would just be challenging. I would just get some of my time back, which it has given me some time back, a good a good amount. But it's also what I'm doing with that time is recognizing where else I can get time back and what I can do with that time. So it's been huge. Well, shoot, man. I think we're just about to wrap. You got anything else? Uh, No. Yo, wrap it up, B. I'm about to. No, not warm it up. Because that's what I was Come on, not crisscross. I was talking about how high, or not how high. Um, half baked. Oh, you'll wrap so it up, B.
Man, yeah. we need to we need to live in Washington. We need to uh, smoke one episode and, and do an episode. Maybe you should. Um, this is Kyle Reed. I don't share the views or... <laughs> I would never do that to you. Or likenesses that Roy Rohila does uh, uh, about marijuana. Marijuana's bad. Marijuana's bad. <laughs> well, everyone, thanks again for listening this week. As we wrap up, I think I would suggest everyone challenge themselves with something like this. Uh, for me, with social media, I feel like a lot of people have an addiction because a lot of people that I hang out with individuals I went to that bachelor party with they were on their phones at dinner at a brewery while we're drinking looking at their phones I'm like yo guys there's fucking 10 of us here can we hang out can we chat can we talk trash so I would say I challenge each and every one of you to do that take a sabbatical take a, take a week off take a month off take two months off whatever you think you need to do and see what it does for you with that said Thank y'all for tuning in again this week to the GYST podcast. Get your shit together. Of course, your favorite podcast. And we expect to see you next week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, everyone, for listening to our GYST podcast. We hope you learned how to get your together. 